Sister Marble. Whoa, 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 whoa. yes, Fosum? Do be a dear and go fetch the paper for us. Oh, has it been delivered? Well, I'm not sure yet. Why don't you go look? Oh, I mean, well, because I thought, since you were asking me, I thought maybe you saw the little boy that delivers it. I did not see the little boy. He told me next time he would bring me a Powerpuff Girls popsicle. Well, why don't you go look outside and see if you see him? Well, if he, if he brought me the popsicle, it would have melted already. He didn't call. He was about to, if he brought the popsicle, it It's melted. not customary for a bicycle boy to bring you a popsicle. He has one job, and that is to deliver the paper. So if I caught him giving you a popsicle, he would have been fired and possibly banished from the island. So, whoa, 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 banished from the island? He stepped out of line. So wait, you do do stuff like that? Not necessarily, Sister Marble. I was just speaking in hyperbole. It's kind of creepy that you said that around the same time that all my friends are gone missing. Sister Marble. This was supposed to be a safe haven for them and you did something bad. You have the cognition of a five-year-old. Okay. So what do you know about adult things? Well, I guess I don't know anything, but if you're telling me that the newspaper boy isn't supposed to bring me a popsicle, but he promised me he'd bring me a popsicle, that must mean that he has a crush on me. I suppose it does, Sister Marble, I suppose it does, and I suppose if he delivered the Doom's paper and didn't bring you the popsicle, he must have found someone else. Oh, wait, what? There's another marble on the island? Well, I mean, how many people could possibly be attracted to marbles? He probably just settled for you. What? Well, I mean, we're very similar to animal feeds, and a lot of people seem to really like those. Yeah, but you're one single marble, you're not a string of marbles. You could be either or. Oh! Do you think people put Mardi Gras necklaces up their ass, Bertram? I... I wouldn't... I wouldn't know, Sister Marble, no. Oh my god, it's the paper boy! Go get it. Okay, Sister Carissa, do I look pretty enough? You are shiny and gorgeous. Thank you, I buffed myself yesterday because I thought he was coming. I don't care if he brought the popsicle. You know you're not supposed to bring the popsicle. Don't be bad at Brandon. Yeah, I th you didn't tell me Bertram lived with you. Did you ever communicate the rules to him? Did I communicate? He knows the rules. He, he has one job. Well, and that's not part of the job. If he's going and delivering popsicles instead of newspapers, somebody could have not got their newspaper. Well, I think he only delivered one popsicle. Right? With all due respect, Bertram, I, I, I always finish my newspaper route, even if I do bring pretty marbles uh newspaper. Fine. Oh, but then, uh, uh, Sister Marble, I hate to break it to you, but I, I think you should stay inside from that one, because there's some big news going on. There's big, there's big dicks, they're doing, the, the, big dick doing everything. Oh my, 50 gallons dead, right? Right, yeah, right, here's, here's the newspaper. Oh, oh my god, 
Let me let me have it, Sister Marble. You cannot read. She cannot read. Hmm. Oh, okay. okay, <clears throat> yes. Um. Yeah. Seems Big Red is at it again. Um. What does it say? Well, fifty total missing. A hundred. Um. Total were injured. Um. Twenty-five vanished. No, we're perfectly safe here, Sister Marble, but what it does mean is that we have our culprit for why everybody's missing, including your friends. It's Big Red. But that timeline does not make sense. Why not? Big Red struck last night, and our friends have been missing for days, weeks. Well, we obviously have a serial kidnapper and rapist on our hands, Sister Carissa. If you were so fucking smart with your Stephen Hawking brain like you think you have, you would put that together. Yeah, Sister Carissa, I mean, we just got you a brand new supercomputer after you were attacked. Yes, I was attacked by Big Red, and I did watch him kidnap Tristan right in front of me. But, I do not necessarily think he is the culprit of Clark and Beverly's disappearance. Well, why the fuck not, Sister Carissa? What do you know? You know nothing. I just have a sneaking suspicion. Well, I have a sneaking suspicion you'll be turned off soon. Whoa, you can't threaten to turn her off. I can't threaten to turn her off because she uses so much damn power charging that damn scooter everywhere she goes. 780 watts of my power. You are being ableist. There's no such thing as ableism in a socialist society. You will go to work and you will contribute. You. What would you have me do? Well, I mean, it depends on what the lottery says you're supposed to do. The yearly raffle. What is the raffle? It's yearly, Sister Carissa! Can I get a disability exemption? No. Even I had to get a job, Carissa. I'm painting. I'm mixing paint. You mix paint? I mix paint, friend! I love paint. What kind of paint do you mix? working right there, I would never do that. He would never do graffiti, Barton. <sighs> Get these fucking children out of my face. DG? Uh, yeah, what's up, dude? Where's the ATV? Uh, parked around back. Why? I need you to give me a ride. Uh, no can do. Is something wrong with yours, Barton? Everybody got new ones for Christmas or for Princess. Unless you're trying to do something sneaky like put different tire impressions on the ground. What are you accusing me of, Sister Marble? I'm not accusing you of anything. I just think it's weird that you're wanting to ride with DG when everybody, including me, got their own goat ATV for Christmas. Well, Sister Marble, are you even able to drive your ATV? <gasps> of course I am. It's me, like me. You have, you have a miniature ATV? Oh, yeah. It's like a remote. It's like an RC car. Well, a lot of people haven't woke up. Listen, system, mm, you you all are stressing me out. Listen, we have a damn serial rapist kidnapper on our hands, and I think we need to eliminate him. Well, mm, I think so too. I mean, we were originally doing drills just in case he came here, but apparently 
Apparently the drills weren't good enough. Yes, and we've lost focus. Focus! We've lost. So we need to mobilize. We need to go find the goat army. We need to make a goat army. We have a goat army. We need to go to them. Oh. Yeah, they tried to get me to sign up for that when I was in high school, dude, and I said nah. Well, I mean, I didn't say not. It was all just kind of part of the lottery thing, but, like, I got out of it. That's pretty crazy, DJ. You could have gone out and got killed. <laughs> nah, no, dude. We've had unprecedented years of peace on Goat Island. The, all, all the army does is just kind of, like, you know, they do gay shit together, and I just wasn't for it, you know, because, like, they just take oh. all the dudes and they put them into barracks and they just have no choice but to fuck each other. And I just don't do it. That is so hot, DJ. I wish I was in the military. Sister Carissa, I didn't know you were into bestiality. Oh, it's not necessarily the bestiality. It is more so the sexual experimentation of it all. Somebody needs to get Tristan back for her, dude, because ever since, like, he's, he's like, been gone, like, she's been, everything has to be, like, a sexual angle with this one. And it's like, does nobody care about Tristan? I understand the week that I didn't have a working computer and speakers, but once I told everybody what happened, why didn't we mobilize them, Bertram? <sighs> because I assumed Tristan left like the rest of them and that you had a faulty memory. But it appears it's true. And now we will mobilize. And don't question me, Sister Carissa. Sorry, Bertram. I just... I don't know. Shifty eyes. Shifty eyes. There is something about you. You're fucking cringe, Sister Carissa. Downgrader. Um, Sister Carissa is one step away from being shipped off to the IT department and having Windows ME installed on her. There's no way she could run that program. It's gotta run on Windows 10. Ex exactly. She will have fucking Clippy speaking to us. Clippy was so cute, though. Do you want to be Clippy? No, but I am already just a computer. At least I would still be able to speak. Well, hold, hold on, Sister Carissa. You're not just a computer. You are, you have a brain. You're just using the computer to type. I know. Thank you for reminding me of my humanity, Derry. Dude, hardly anybody calls me Derry. Thank you, Sister. Everybody just calls me DG just because that was what my name tag said. Well, sometimes it is nice to show familiarity, Derry. Hey, uh, Bertram, is it okay if I just take Sister Carissa, like, with us? <sighs> I suppose. Sister Marble, you hold down the fort. Let's go. Okay. Where's your roommate? It's back here. You want to go play? Uh, yeah, that's what you want to call it. Brandon? <laughs> down, Grandpa. They're going to hear us. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in so much pain. I know. I know. But we had to put you in that Ziploc baggie. I couldn't carry that vase with me all the way back here. It's not. Well, it'd be fine if it was named brand Ziploc, but this is the generic kind and it hurts. Well, we'll be, we'll be over with it soon. Once we get back, once we get back to uh, our fortress with Amelia, I can put you back in the vase. I just, I didn't want to break it. It's so beautiful and heavy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh my god, there it is. No, keep it down though, because I don't, we have to be safe, you know? Usually it's all lit up! Yeah, I know, it's like, uh, the, uh, the palace is empty. Well, see if it's unlocked. 
You don't think they would be so stupid to leave it unlocked with us, right? I don't know, just see! I mean, especially since we killed that guard. I mean, like, they got to be on high alert. Maybe that's why the lights are off. They saw us Maybe coming. Maybe it's one of the things, like, where they leave the garage door closed and then the door inside's unlocked! Oh, yeah, I mean, that could be, that could be, like, okay, yeah. Okay, this one's locked, but, uh, yeah, let's try the garage. I mean, nobody locks their garage door. Oh, look. Oh, look. Bertram, Bertram and DG's ATVs are gone. Well, there we go. They have ATVs. What the fuck? Yeah. Let's just get in, see if we can find out if Beverly was banished, and get out of here. Okay. We got to rescue Beverly. This is a dangerous place. Why the fuck is there nobody here? I don't know. It's a good question. It's honestly creepy. I mean, could this many people have been killed already? I mean... Uh, hard to tell, but everything looks in good condition. Just how Bertram would keep it. No dust. No signs of Tristan. No signs of anybody. Where's Sister Carissa? Who's that? Oh, it's... Is that that cripple you were telling me about? Yeah, exactly. She's just some old lady in a wheelchair. Oh... I, I, you know, I understand. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you're pretty old. Oh, hang on, do you see that light down there, the hallway? Yeah. Oh, be careful, Grandpa, this could be a trap. Whose room is that? I don't know. It looks like Sister Marble's room, maybe? Let's see. I'm gonna open the door, just be careful. Okay, hello. Oh, hi, how you going? Oh, God, hello? Who are you? Uh... Who are you? Who are you? I'm Clark County. Who are you and what are you doing in this house? I'm not you, Clark County. I deliver your mail. Uh, Brandon? Yeah, it's me, Brandon. What the hell are you doing inside the palace? Uh, uh I was just visiting Sister Marvel. Let me out of here. <laughs> Hold on. But please don't tell Bertram. He overheard the whole conversation and I regret having it in front of him because children are very impressionable. And he came right up here and he acted on it. Or he acted on it quick. Are you saying I'm a rapist? No, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. It was just kind of crazy, you know? Kind of quick. I mean, it did kind of happen quick, but I mean... I don't mean to interrupt you two children, uh, but where the hell is everybody? And what's going on? Well, um... I don't know what's going on. Everybody's basically gone, Brother Clark. And actually, I don't know if I can trust you because you left this. I don't know what's happening. He's Clark. Who is this? I'm Clark. I'm Clark. And I didn't leave, Sister Marble. She banished. Bertram banished me. No, no. It can't be true. It can't be true. But you left this because that's what Bertram said. And he's the nice guy, remember? I mean, Bertram's not really that nice for God, though. Yes, listen to Brandon. He, thre he threatened to banish me so many times. See, he threatened to banish Brandon, and he did banish me, and likely he banished Beverly. Is she still around? No, I, we haven't seen Beverly in like a week or two. And guess what else, Brother Clark? What? They got Tristan. They got Tristan? Oh my god, 
That is crazy. Uh, sounds like Bertram. It does sound like Bertram. Okay, Brandon? Yeah? Marble? Yeah? We got to get down to a Bertram's office, and we got to see if we can open the tunnel to see if Beverly is okay. Because if she was banished, she's been down there for a week without any food. Well, Clark, I gotta say, uh, if I do this thing, uh, I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble from Bertram. He's gonna banish me too, because I told him I delivered all the newspapers, and I don't really deliver all of them all the time. Because sometimes I take little detours to go to a popsicle stop, and today I took a trip to the popsicle stop to get Sister Marvel a popsicle, and, and he threatened to banish me, and now I'm gonna skip out my responsibilities. So you gonna protect me? I mean, I'll try to protect you, Brandon. I mean, if you want to be a part of our group for a little bit, I mean, we can work it. We can try it out and see what happens. Fantastic. Okay, I'm there. Oh, let's go. I'm so excited, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Come on, Brandon. Let's go. <gasps> All right. It's right down here. Now, be very careful because I feel like Bertram could come back at any second. Oh, yeah, he said he was going on the ATV. Brandon, you stand at the door and you stay on watch. And if, if you see okay. Bertram, you better say some sort of code word so we can get out of here. Okay, well, will you attach a harpoon to my saddle so in case he comes I can stab him? A harpoon to your saddle? Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, good protection. There's all Take kinds the one of, off the wall. That's what I was going to say. There's all kinds of harpoons on the wall. Uh, here you go. Thank you. Okay. Be careful. Now, you watch, you keep track, and you stay safe. Okay, I'm, I'm keeping track. All right. Okay. Now, Sister Marble, I need you to look around in Beverly, or Barbara's desk and see if you can find the trap door release. It's somewhere in her desk, but I didn't, I've never seen her push the button. I just heard her activate it from over there. Definitely it. There's a, it's the panic button. It definitely the panic button, Sister Marvel. Whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa. Don't mean to be, you know, being rude to me. Pushing me. No, no one's being rude, baby. Alright, it's open. Beverly! Beverly! Well, you might be hallucinating, but I'm really up here. I'm with your grandpa. I don't know. You said I'm hallucinating. I don't know what's real. Sister Marble, it's your time. You don't take any fall damage. Go down there and save Beverly, and we'll try to find some way to meet you on the other side. We know I, I know exactly how to meet you on the other side, because Bartholomew and I found a way to get out of the cave, and then we found a way to get here. So we will get to the cave, and we will save you. I don't know, Brother Clark. Uh, well, I know it's it's pretty scary, but listen, Sister Marble, you are a brave girl, and you are so strong, so independent, and you are a good racer, and you are going to get down there, you're going to give Beverly all the care that she needs and the comfort that she desires, and we're going to save you, and then, once we're all reunited, we are going to take down Bertram. He is evil. I got an idea. What is it? Why does Sister Marble get in there Beverly shoe and he, she can be a little healy? That's a good idea. Oh, that would be so much fun, Brandon. Yeah, why don't you get one of the other marbles from your room and sit and that could be the other healy. Oh, okay. Well, could you shoot one out? Because I know you put like four or five of us up there. I got, yeah, that's fine. I got, I can do that. Oh, okay. Okay, Clark, Brother Clark. 
because I'm real scared to go down this hole. Sister Marble, I promise everything will be okay, but we have to hurry. Bertram could be coming back any second. I think you should go, Sister Marble. Will you come with me, Brandon? Can I come with your car? Uh, Brandon, I mean, if you are willing to be banished. I, I take full damage, though. So you might have oh, to lower yeah, me right, in. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, I can't really lower you in, so... Well, you can stick with me. Sorry, Sister Marble, you're going to have to go by yourself. Beverly! Yeah. Sister Marble's coming down to see you! Oh, please have her bring some water. I'm so thirsty. Ah, uh, well, uh... Okay, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Um... Brandon, can you go run to the kitchen and get some water? I don't want to run to the kitchen when a bugshot comes back. You're, well, you're supposed to be keeping watch for him anyway, so what's the matter if it's here or there every, or around the square? Okay, 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 I'll be right back, okay. okay. Sister Marble, once we get this water, you're going down the tunnel. Okay, if you say so. Okay, okay, uh, uh, I don't know if she would want the Sony or if she would want Aquafina. Uh... For the last fucking time, Sister Carissa, yes, I will put you on your damn charger. It's not my fault you used my battery to jumpstart your ATV and drained its juice. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Brandon, what are you doing in the fucking kitchen? And why do you have my harpoon? Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no! I bought the fucking plane, I bought the fucking plane! Oh my god, is he back? Are they back? Let's go, Brandon! Down the hole! Get him! Let's go, Brandon! Let's go, Brandon! Oh! oh my god! Oh my god! We're falling! Watch out for this lag You are fucking done, Clark County! You are done, and um, all of my forces will be waiting for you outside, so. Ha! Nice try. We'll kill him like we did Cleveland. What was that, Bertram? TG, that was, uh... Uh... <laughs> I think you have been caught. <laughs> Barbara, lock all the doors. Right away. We're going on complete fucking lockdown. Nobody leaves, nobody enters. Uh... Hello and welcome to Motave. We're back. It's another episode. And uh, folks, I mean, we're not Republicans. Uh... <laughs> yeah, if you, if you got that impression at all, no. We're not Republicans, but uh, it is it is pretty funny that um, now we've solidified Let's Go Brandon uh, in the show. And, you know, if Brandon sticks around, maybe it's like, a, maybe it'll just be a new catchphrase for us. Of, of course, it's uh, extremely disrespectful since Joe Biden is dead now. Yeah, of course. Right. Uh, but I think that's part of what makes it OK because he's dead. Yeah. No disrespect to Joe necessarily. But kinda. Yeah, I mean, now that we have President DeGeneres, it's just kind of like, you know, it's kind of like when President Biden was inaugurated, it's like kind of hard to care about Donald Trump. So it's like now that we have President DeGeneres, it's like... Did you see, though, that they're already trying to impeach her? 
Oh, of course. I mean, she's already ha- survived an assassination attempt. I'm sure she'll uh, survive. Well, they're trying a, to say a, the assassination a, attempt was her fault, and they're trying to impeach her for it. How could it have been her fault? They're trying to say, like, she was setting it up like uh, that. She was asking for it. She was asking. Oh, so it's like a, one of those kind of things. Yeah, it was one of those Republican things. She was asking for it by being a gay president. Exactly. I see. So that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, I could understand trying to impeach her based on like already the overwhelming amount of like staff complaints coming out of the White House. You know, you thought Donald Trump was constantly having like firing people, hiring new people, and it's like a rotating door. Well, it's like he he was like conservative compared to what Ellen's doing. Oh, for sure. Like, did you see Jennifer Lawrence already quit the administration? I know she was she was hardly even there one day. It must have been a really bad meeting. She was gonna bring her in as climate she was gonna bring her in as climate czar. But now I mean it's just now who even knows who's gonna be the climate czar, you know? Well, Greta Thunberg I think is the uh top pick. Yeah, I mean it would be nice, but that'd be she'd have to like pull some strings to get the foreign blood on the administration. That would probably make somebody else that's probably another reason she'd get impeached. They'd oh, try for to sure. say, Well, you can't have what, a German young lady be on your cabinet? Nope. Fuck it. Nope. Especially autistic. Yeah, definitely with the autism. I mean... Right. It's not going to happen in today's climate. For some reason, people really hate Greta. Uh, I mean, it's just because they hate climate change, I guess, and they just hate anybody that's in, like an entitled little girl. You know, I think she'd be good, though, for the DeGeneres administration because, uh, you know, they're certainly weak on a lot of things because she's an entertainer and not a politician. Uh, do, you think, do you think people actually hate Greta or do you think they hate the people who glorify her? I think it's probably both. Why the fuck could they hate the little girl? Because, like, she, they just think she's brainwashed liberal media puppet, uh, you know, yeah, she's incredibly spouting lies. They're like, oh, yeah, that fucking Greta girl. They make fun of her all the time. Like, I saw things where they're like, Greta, because there was like a, you know, there was like that thing where Greta's like, I'm never going to fly on a plane again because it's, you know, pollutes and it's, you know, not environmentally sound. And they were, like, ripping her apart for that. They're like... But she'll get she'll sail across the ocean on a boat that does this. You know what I mean? Like this amount of pollution and this amount of carbon. That, I feel emissions. like that's pretty tame, and as far of what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, there's I've also stuff that like makes her attacks. like, yeah, like she's this fucking retarded. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen lots of shit like that. Yeah, put this and put this Gretel in a fucking oven and bake her ass. Yeah, and I know, think that's the like main that. difference between Democrats and Republicans because it's like Democrats are cringe. But Republicans mm-hmm. are just straight up fucking evil assholes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's it, we're still living in dark times. I mean, yep. the DeGeneres administration is not delivering us from the evils of the last uh, the last couple years. That's for sure. Although I'm glad I'm glad she did eradicate COVID altogether. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it is nice being able to just get back to like the real world. It's yep. uh, insane that we're still you know, dealing with it in 2022, that we were still dealing with it in 2022 until, you know, President DeGeneres uh, did a really generous thing and uh, disguised the COVID vaccine in beer and other, uh, <laughs> and other like, beverages uh, and meals around the world. So Mountain people Dew. unknowingly uh, got the vaccine and now we have achieved herd immunity uh it's honestly she's probably gonna win the nobel prize for something like that i mean right the first presidential impeached person to ever win a nobel prize (laughs) really divided times but at least we're 
Safe. At least we're safe for now, you know, what can you do? Enough about politics, you know, 2022 politics, ugh. <laughs> this is supposed to be an escape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, um, you know, so uh, we, we've been keeping up on, like, the bidet, and we talked about the bidets and all that stuff, and, you know, it really did change my life, but unfortunately, the bidet is over. It's seen its Why? day. So it started out uh, just being, it started out just leaking. Um, and so I, I made sure that I set, you know, had it all tightened and set up properly. And I did, as far as I could tell. As you're, I, I walk into the bathroom at like three or four in the morning and the floor is just soaking wet all around oh. the toilet, like literally like standing water. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Instantly like waking you up, you know, because you're like, a what? I thought I was just coming in here to piss. Yeah, it's gross, And now dude. I'm like, what? Yeah, exactly. And so, it's freezing cold water, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn the light on, and from underneath the nozzle that actually, like, uh, turns it on, um, which is, like, right underneath the nozzle is where the water plugs into um, from the water supply. And so, when I turn the nozzle... Even though it was in the off position completely and I heard it click into the off position, it was still running water through there. But because it was off, it didn't have anywhere else to go. So oh. it was just coming out from underneath the the button. And so it happened that first time and I like I shut off. It was like 3 in the morning. So I wasn't going to fucking deal with it right then and there. So I just shut off the water supply to the toilet from the wall, which you know obviously stopped the water supply to the bidet. And then just, you know, threw a bunch of towels on the ground and went back to bed. The next morning, though, I actually had to, like, do something about it. Right. So I tightened all the fucking things, and, I, and it's, it worked. You know, I tightened all the things, and it seemed like it was fine. Um, you know, went probably another week or so with it on. Kept using it. And it would happen a couple times where I would go into the bathroom, and I would notice just, like, one or two, like, the amounts of, like, one or two drops of water coming out of the the nozzle and I would make sure that it's in the off position again. And I'm like, okay, well if it's only going to leak a little bit, like if it's not going to, it's not that big a deal, I guess. So I, I left it. Well, the other day again at like four or five in the morning, I get up to go to the bathroom and it's completely flooded. And I had told myself, well, if it happens again, I'm going to have to take it off. Cause I, yeah, who wants to deal with that ever? Right. So I, again, at like in five in the morning, you know, shut off the water supply and dealt with it a few hours later and took it off. And it, w it was sad because like, I really like it. I really liked it. I liked how clean I felt. I liked, you know, not having to use much toilet paper. I mean, we were, I mean, it was on for probably the total of like maybe a month, maybe less, but we didn't, I didn't use very much toilet paper at all. You know, I mean, we were, rolls were lasting so much longer. It like, it instantly has like a drastic improvement on just like the quality of your asshole, but also just saving toilet paper and not having to like buy all that. Had you dealt with like itchy ass at any point during? No, no. Oh. I mean, and it was, and honestly, dude, like, I mean, I, I have like maybe five or six pairs of underwear. I used to have a lot less, but I got some underwear for Christmas. And, you know, there were times when I would be, before I got the bidet, that I would wear these underwear again, and they would smell, not like shit or like piss or anything, but they just like smelled, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know exactly what you mean. Well, after, when I had the bidet, you would think that I hadn't even worn them. Like, they smelled like, they could, I could still smell like laundry detergent on them instead of like 
BO, you know what I mean? Uh So it it genuinely, it made me cleaner. It made me healthier, not healthier, but in that sense, I mean, hygienic, it made me more hygienic. And I don't like it. Made the the first time I took a nasty, creamy shit and had to wipe it with toilet paper again, I felt disgusting. I felt disgusting. I'm I like feel, I'm I feel smearing, disgusting to this day doing it. I'm smearing shit all over my ass. I mean, it was one of those that's like almost like a like you're rubbing a marker. You know what I mean? I'm like there must just be an actual turd stuck in my ass cheeks. There's Ew. so much poop. Coming I've out. never like, heard I, that description, but yeah. Yeah, like literally every time I wiped, I'm like, what the fuck? I like it's not getting clean. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's my ass is toilet paper resistant now, I guess. And instantly I'm having the same issue that we brought up originally, where my ass is grabbing onto the toilet paper. Maybe you should just get a better bidet. Could have just been a cheap one. It probably was. I you know, and so I, we have to update the review you gave it too, because I think you oh, gave yeah. like the exact product name i did and i said originally i haven't edited that episode yet Uh, i think i'm editing it right now but i'm not on the actual uh gravy yet but it i i mentioned that i was gonna put the link in the description i'm not gonna put the link in the description because i absolutely do not recommend it um it was a terrible bidet the thing is i highly recommend the bidet but i I, like i talked to taylor i'm like i think if we like i would you know if i get a gift of like a, a nice like the one that Brie had, like a $100 bidet. This was probably like a $25 bidet. You know, if I had like a nice $100 bidet, I'd probably try it out. But honest to God, I just want to like get a toilet with that the does bidet. It, yeah. yeah, like with the bidet built in because that's obviously super expensive. But that is, like if I'm going to if I'm gonna have, move into a house that I actually own, this is like a house, you know, yeah. a, you know a homeowner dream, not like something I'm going to do <laughs> somewhere else but you know that just seems more doable because it's so many issues with like i would have you know just with the pipes and all that stuff like it would just be so much easier if it was just built right into the toilet um i don't even know how much those are i'm gonna look it up right now bidet toilet probably say a few hundred dollars how expensive could a toilet be oh my god i'm seeing one for a thousand at lowe's yeah, there's one uh, on Wayfair for $600. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, yeah, that is a homeowner's dream. Here's one that's like 5000 So it's like they yeah, have okay. all, you know. But just the fact that they exist, like all hard. It's obviously a, hard, a homeowner dream. But like a $1,000 toilet if in the house that I'm going to live in for the rest of my life isn't that big of a deal, I guess. But right. I don't know when I'm ever going to have a house that I'm going to live in for the rest of my life. Because hashtag poor, hashtag depressed. Hashtag capitalist nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah, but enough about that. Enough about shit and piss. Uh, we've got a Critter Corner <laughs> a Critter Corner life update discussion. Uh, Mr. Quillen, take it away. Yes. Uh, well, I guess six days at this point I've had my little baby Ruby. I adopted, well, bought. I don't, can you say adopted if you didn't save them? Um... Yeah, but I think it do, it is a different connotation. I mean, yeah, I think. Well, this is the first animal I've ever gotten that I haven't like been given, or was just like didn't have a home or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I've only like personally only had one other dog, which was Tommy, and he was obviously he was from the welfare, right, right, the welfare. League. He was an old ass dog that nobody was ever gonna get if we didn't get him, and he had already been at the fucking rescue for years. But 
And then he lived out a long extra life with my brother. Yep. A long golden years. Was he it, sure did. Was it like six, six years? Seven years? I think you got him in like 2015, 2014. Yeah, that does sound right. Yeah, it must have been like six, seven years. Yeah. So he was like eight or nine when we got him. So he's a pretty old dog. Yeah, he was an old an old man. And even when we got him, he wasn't very mobile. Like he could run around at least, but he couldn't jump off of things. He couldn't jump up anywhere. Mm-hmm. He wasn't he was a chihuahua. Not your typical chihuahua though. Right. Had the anger of a chihuahua, but you know, mellowed out later. Yes, in he life. did. Yes, he did. And I guess at this point he he died in the end of September, I think, or the very beginning of October. So it feels like it's, like, pretty quick to get a new dog, but, like, his presence was greatly missed in my house. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't really do much, but, like, I just... It's nice when you... It's the best feeling in the world when you come home and your dog's just, like, excited you're there. Of course. Absolutely. Like, I have Bolt, my cat. She's excited when I come home, but not in the same way at all. Like, she's just like... Right. And begs for love. Bolt, And she's so lonely without him, too. Like, she just sits there and Aww. begs to get loved all the time. Yeah, she did. Every time I visited, that little girl loves getting loved on. Oh, my God. It's, like, all she ever wants to do. And, you know, and I love giving it to her. I love giving her the love. I'm, I definitely... I'm, I'm a cat person. I love dogs, but, like, I am a cat person. And I love the way Kelly reacts when I get home, you know. She'll run up, jump either on her table and start eating. I, she loves to show me she can eat, like, every time I come. <laughs> Home, she's like, I'm gonna go eat, and she jumps up on her table and eats. Or she'll either come, or she'll come over to this table because uh, it's by the front door and like, expect a hug, and she'll like sit there and like throw her arm out. She's uh-huh. so sweet. I love Bolt. I love Kelly. I love cats too, and I, like I love Bolt to death. But she'd kind of been getting on my nerves since Tommy died because <laughs> right. it's just anything I'm doing, she has. Well, Bolt's main thing is that she loves to lick, and I mm-hmm. fucking can't stand when cats lick me. I really? hate the way their tongues feel. Hate it. <laughs> I like I do too, but it it's like, makes me so mad. It seems like I I don't like the sandpaper texture of it. But Kelly is not a licker, so when she licks, I'm like, oh, you know what I mean. I love it. I love. Bolt will just sit me. there and lick me, fucking for hours if I let her. Yeah. Over and over, and she'll like. I have this spot that I can get on her, and she loves when I pet it. Oh. But then she'll just start licking anything. My jeans, the fucking <laughs> yeah. couch. Anything yeah. right in front of her, she'll just start licking. And I that. can't, and I don't know if it's just like her mouth or like all cats, but she has a very wet tongue. So it's just like, I get this wet sandpaper running across me and I'm just like, Bolt, please get off of me. And yeah. I feel awful for it, but I'm just like, you have to give me some space. And I had to sit down and talk with her a few weeks ago where I was just like, look, Bolt, <laughs> like I can't, like we're going to have to work on this clingy behavior because it's like, you know, I could probably love on you a little more. But, like, you got to give me some space so I want to come to you instead of you coming to me all the time. <laughs> right. But, you know, it kind of, like, kind of been in my head, like, that, like, oh, you know, it might be nice to get another dog. But, you know, I don't know if I want to get one in this apartment because it kind of was a lot having Tommy. Mm-hmm. Specifically because, well, I never told them that Tommy was allowed in the complex. So it was, I never <laughs> told him that he was here. So right. it was a lot of, like, I, like scared having him honestly and i had this like cover that i was gonna do be like oh it's you know my girlfriend's dog he's just visiting <laughs> right <laughs> if if anybody ever asked me nobody ever did though for two years nobody ever said anything about it mm-hmm. maybe a year so you know it kind of been in my head a little bit and you know i get on craigslist and i like just look up puppies apparently you're not even allowed to sell puppies on craigslist anymore oh wow but there's like two ads and one is this mix this uh post about these shih tzu slash chihuahua puppies and immediately i'm like oh my god these fucking puppies are so fucking adorable 
I can't believe it. And, you know, they just say this vague thing, just like there will be like a rehoming fee, um, you know, just shoot me an email. So I sent her an email just because I'm curious, just to be like, hey, like, is there a time where I could like come see them? I'm thinking a rehoming fee, maybe just to see that we're giving them to a good home and I'm not going to like kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like a hundred bucks or something. Turns out she, this bitch wants $500. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. And so, yeah, so I call her up and I didn't even find this out till the day I was going to see her. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll go after work one day. Um, this was last Monday, I think. I'm like, I'll just go after work and go see her. Mm-hmm. I'll go see these puppies just to see what I you know, think of them. And Abigail just kind of is very hesitant the entire time. Just like, eh, she doesn't really like small dogs. Most people I know don't like small dogs. Mm-hmm. They only like big dogs. I'm more, I like a medium to small. If it gets to a point where it's like too big, like I'll like a big dog. Like Taylor's family has a husky, and like I like it, but like it it is too big. I mean, it's too, too big. big for yeah, me. I don't like. Hu- I mean, I love all dogs, but right. in terms of like a dog I want to have, I want a small dog. I don't even want a medium dog. Fran is the biggest, like the biggest I think I would have for a, a person. Oh, absolutely. Dog. Well, Fran's a sweet little baby. Like Fran's right. a good little girl, but she's way bigger of a dog than I would like to have. Yeah, you definitely do have an affection for the small ones. I love small even, dogs. Even um, oh, what was um. Did, wasn't Daisy a Shih Tzu? Daisy was a Shih Tzu. Yeah, uh, your your childhood dog was she childhood dog. Would you consider? Yeah, we probably got her when I was like thirteen, fourteen. Okay, so like high school dog. Yeah, maybe like middle school, early high school. Daisy was a sweet girl. Daisy was a really sweet girl. She was dumb as a box of rocks, though. Has she passed on, or is she like living with your dad? Daisy passed on literally a week after Tommy. Oh my god. Yeah. Rest in peace to Daisy. I had no idea. Yeah, me and my dad were like grieving at the same time pretty much. Fuck. Well, pour one out to Daisy. Oh, absolutely. So I'm like, you know, whatever. So I call this lady and she's super nice on the phone. And like, we like arrange this time and I'm like, okay. She wants to meet in the Walmart parking lot in fucking canal winchester which is sort of like are you familiar with canal winchester i've heard of it but i don't exactly know what it describes i know it's obviously like a probably a suburb of columbus it's a columbus suburb but it's like it's like delaware is the main like country fucking like republican suburb but canal Mm -hmm. is the other one where it's like farmland on the outside skirts so it's not it's not rich republicans it's like poor republicans uh no i would say like middle class republicans okay Kind of like, maybe like New Carlisle. Oh, okay, okay. But obviously, obviously bigger. Okay, gotcha. Right, because it's Columbus. Yeah. So, you know, we meet in this parking lot, and, and she's super nice or whatever, and we get out, and she hands me one dog, and I'm like, oh, like, you know, it's trying to get away immediately. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know, you know, that's cute. And I like, show Abigail. She's like, oh, because Abigail's just sitting in the car, and then she mm-hmm. hands me what ends up being Ruby. And this girl just immediately melts into my arms. And I just take one look at her and she's just looking up at me and I'm like, I'm literally about to cry right now. I'm just almost (laughs) in tears immediately. I'm like, oh my God, this is my dog. Yeah. Like this is her. And I show, I'm like, Abigail, you have to see this dog. And I like hand her into her and Abigail's like, oh my God. So even Abigail at this point, she's like, Mm -hmm. she's like, oh my God, she is so cute. And she starts licking Abigail's face and she's like licking me. And I'm like, oh my, it was truly one of those things where like she picked me. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so i like i'm like oh i i'm like i really really like her and then she hands me the next dog and i'm just kind of like, i don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like no I, I already bonded with one but at the, you know 
the thing was is that I did not have $500 at that point to give this woman. I had to wait till my payday. And so I'm like, oh, I'm like, kid, like, is there any way you could hold her till Friday? Or like, if I could give you like a deposit or anything for her of like a hundred bucks or whatever, just to let you know I want her. She's like, yeah, yeah, we'll keep her till Friday. You know, like we don't usually do that, but yeah, it seems like you guys like had an attachment, so we'll give it to her. Did she make? Did she make you like pay a hundred bucks or anything? No, she didn't make me pay anything. That's good. There must not have been much interest. I'm thinking, like, I mean, because I would just think, like, if there were so many people that were bugging her, like, she would be like, yeah, I need a deposit or like something. Well, there were five dogs in the picture. She posted it January 7th. I met with her January 10th, and there were already two gone. Oh, wow. Yeah, and the two from the picture that I was the most interested in, one had, like, a completely brown face, mm-hmm. and one was, like, the, uh, had, like, a tan face. It looked more like a chihuahua. Super cute. Oh. But Ruby in the picture, she's completely hidden. And oh. I come to find out she's completely hidden because Ruby is the one that they wanted to keep. Oh. So along with her, they brought their, like, I don't know, 13, 14 year old daughter. And she's in the back, like holding all the puppies. And this mm-hmm. is like the puppy she wants. Oh. And so she, I guess like she told me later, like she's like, my daughter is like super pissed at me for this. But like, so the story of it was, is that they were taking their dog in to get fixed. And mm-hmm. while they were in there to get fixed, they found out that she was pregnant. Oh shit. <laughs> so like, they, they were just like, we need to get rid of these puppies and we could make some money doing it too. Right. And I'm sure they didn't want to take care of the puppies. So it's like, I'm sure they probably told that girl the whole time. Like you are not keeping yeah. this dog to the, yeah. To the parents. I think it was just like, well, this is just business. This just happens. We're not, we're not going to have more, right. any more puppies. They already had a couple. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't, they tried not to even form an attachment, you know? I mean, yeah. they're like, we're going to, we don't, we don't, I, they were trying to get it fixed anyway. They didn't want puppies. Right. Exactly. <laughs> And so, you know, all week I'm like super anxious about it. I'm like so fucking excited. It's the only thing I can think about. And I kind of got lucky because it was supposed to be PTO, but my dad ended up getting fucking COVID. Mm, so I right. would, like couldn't go down to see him. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? But now I had, had everything to live for, which is right. waiting a motherfucking payday so I can get this dog. So I text her Thursday and ask what time I can get her. And she, you know, tells me um, that she's not going to be off till later in the day. But if she want, I could give it to her on my way to on her way to work Mm -hmm. at seven in the morning on her way to work yeah on her way to work at seven in the morning she could give her to me and i'm like okay yeah yeah let's do it i guess the earlier the better but at this point i don't have money to buy her shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i'm still uh, waiting for payday food and all that shit yeah so i wake up at fucking 5 30 on friday in the morning um so i can get up go to walmart get her food get her toys get her bed get her like anything she could possibly need Go get her at 7 a.m. The second I get her, I start fucking crying my eyes out. Just like, I love you so much. I'm going to give you such a good home. I love you so much. <laughs> That's so sweet. And she's so being so good. And I put her like in her little bed in the front seat. And she's like really just kind of playing with me a little bit. Pretty much all day, like exclusively. That's just, I just focus completely on her. Pretty much the last six days have been just completely about her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely exhausting. I bet. I am so fucking exhausted because it's so like. I'm, I've been having her sleep with me because I, I I don't know how I couldn't. Oh, for sure. I did the same thing with Fran. I'm like, she's sleeping right by me. And it's been, I, I love it. It's like, I, some people are like, you should never let your dog sleep with you. Yeah, that's all the shit I'm saying. Like, you need to crate train them. But like, I, I love it. I prefer it. Fran and I, I feel like Fran and I have like an intimacy. We sleep, Kelly sleeps with us too. I'm sure Rose will if she sticks around. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's, it's just, I like it. It isn't. Well, one of the things, when I got Bolt, I really wish she would sleep with me. She don't sleep with me. She sleeps near me. Yeah. She don't sleep in the same bed with me, but. 
Ruby just cuddles up right next to her, and I literally it's like so spoon sweet. her. It's and so she sweet. just as much as you can spoon something so small. I literally just yeah, I just put <laughs> yeah. my fucking like hand right. around her and like pull her in. But she like it's really cute because she really likes to like bury her head in something to like fall asleep. So just kind of like she'll just kind of just find her positions where her head are just like between two cushions or like a pillow or something. <laughs> I'm like I don't know how she can breathe, but she likes it. But it's hard because it's like she for the most part she sleeps throughout the night, but she likes to get up at like five thirty and let me know she has to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sliding up out of bed like a fucking zombie in the frigid fucking cold. I bet, yeah, I forgot. It's Ohio, so it's cold. Oh, my God. And we had a fucking huge snowstorm the next day. We got Oof. like five or six inches of snow. And I'm like dying on the inside because like, every time <laughs> like, we like, have to take her out. Potty. But she's been so fucking good about it. She's only went on the bathroom a couple times. And it's been at Abigail's house. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so, so not my house specifically. Well, Abigail lives on the third fucking floor, so I have to walk down three flights of stairs just to get to some grass. I had, like, tried to take her out on the balcony, but she doesn't want to poop on the wood, which I guess is good. You're right. But she has just been filling my heart with so much love, and literally everybody I show her to or, like, she visits, they instantly fall in love with her. It's, like... She's a th- absolutely adorable. She's probably the cutest dog I've ever seen in my fucking life. She, honest to God, like, she looks like... And I'm not saying... Because, like, a lot of people say, like... Like, I mean, there's even... I don't know if it's the official name, but there's even like a breed of Yorkie that is referred to as like teddy bear Yorkie. I've seen toy Yorkies. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not saying that, but like they, this dog looks like she is a toy. Like, like she look, she is so perfect. She's so fluffy. (laughs) She's so cute. So beautiful. So like, she looks like she's so perfect that it looks like somebody made her. Like it doesn't, it doesn't seem right. like, well, that's just the evidence of God, I guess, is what right. we're saying. <laughs> right. Only God could do that. You mean to tell me Jeans did that? I truly, I don't understand it. And she is the absolute perfect mix of a Shih Tzu and a Chihuahua. Mostly looks like a Shih Tzu, but has like the cutest mm-hmm. Chihuahua. She definitely has the personality of a Shih Tzu. Because she'll like, Daisy, when we first got her, she like, Daisy's whole personality is that she would sleep most of the time. Mm-hmm. But then she would like when she had energy, she was really fucking crazy. Yeah. And the more like the more time has gone by, her personality has come out like full force since she's more comfortable. And she That's is so good. fucking adorable when she plays. That's so sweet. And she's really fucking smart. It blows my mind how smart I was expecting a really dumb dog because mm-hmm. Daisy was so dumb. But it, everything she does, I'm like, oh, my God, like you fucking understand me already. <laughs> right. She knows her name. She knows how to play fetch. She knows to tell me she needs to go outside. Yeah, that is a really smart animal. I, I was not expecting it at it's all. It's true blessing. She gets along with Bolt. Like, her and Bolt are, like, best friends now. That's so sweet, especially because Bolt was missing Tommy. I know. And Bolt didn't even really like Tommy that much, but obviously she, like, missed his presence. Mm-hmm. Have, they, have you, like, found them sleeping together or, like, cuddling or what kind no, of Bolt relationship doesn't. do they have? Playing, like, Bolt's been getting really jealous when I play with her. So, like, I'll play fetch or whatever, and Bolt will come over and just start playing with her in the middle of it. <laughs> and anytime like I come home with Ruby because I I feel bad because she's done so much traveling in the mm-hmm. last six days she's been to fucking Dayton she's been to Springfield she's been to Urbana today she's been all over the fucking state of Ohio I mean, at this point dude that's like that to me that is like quintessential Ohio like when I'm in Ohio it's driving yep it is I it, there's something that, I don't know it's like people are spread out just enough. 
and there's just enough point of interest that you're constantly driving between either Columbus and Springfield or Dayton and Columbus or yep. Dayton and Springfield and Columbus or Fairborn and Dayton and Springfield and Columbus. It, it's annoying, honestly. It is annoying. But, I mean, Ro- Ruby's just got to get used to it because she's an Ohioan. Yeah, exactly. She already has nicknames. I've been calling her Rube Paul. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh Rube Paul, Rubelin. Uh, I the first thing I thought of was Ruby Rose or Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. Abigail just mentioned that yeah. earlier. We're, we're like joking, like every day is Ruby Tuesdays with her. <laughs> right. Every meal she has is Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesday. I would. To- I'm totally gonna call her Ruby Tuesday when I see her, especially if it's on a Tuesday. That's a good. It's a good nickname. Just just in terms of just things I call her the most, it's probably Rube or Rube Paul. I love that. <laughs> Oh, she is such a sweet little girl, though. She just really has to work on sleeping throughout the night and not waking me up at Mm -hmm. five in the morning. She does seem like a really sweet girl, and I truly can't wait to meet her. Oh, uh, I can't wait to. Whenever we get the, I hope it's. I hope. Well, I mean, what I'm planning on is going to see my dad in February. Mm -hmm. The same, the basically the same trip. Yeah. So it's just in the middle of February now. Right. So you will be able to see her. She'll probably be a little bigger than she is now but she's still really fucking yeah i mean it's we're talking about like a couple weeks if at that rate you know what i mean if it's in february she is the size of a fucking gerbil have you done any like yeah my i remember uh iconically i know it's i know she's not a yorkie but she's so small so it's like easy she kind of looks like one my mom's friend debbie uh she had a yorkie and when she got her yorkie she took a photo of it next to a mountain dew can because it was like so similar in size have you done anything like that? Like any sort of size comparison photos, you know, anything like She's that? She's bigger than a Mountain Dew can. I wouldn't know what to do a size comparison with. <laughs> like a cantaloupe? <laughs> that might be a good one. Yeah. yeah. I could put her next to like a bottle of orange juice because she's probably just about as long as a bottle of orange juice. <laughs> what kind of, what size bottle of orange juice? Like a Tropicana? But yeah, like a Tropicana. Okay. I have like the Simply Organic Kroger brand oh, or I Simply see. Truth or whatever like that. Yeah. But she, oh my God, she has like this way of like shortening her body almost. And she really looks like a gerbil when she does that. Like she's like short and plump. Yeah. How big, I mean, I I guess like she'll be somewhere in between the size of a chihuahua and a uh, shih tzu when she's fully grown. She um, delivered me in her mom's sweater and they did show me her dad. And her mom's sweater kind of gives me an idea, but she's gonna. They said that she probably won't get more than like five or six pounds. Oh yeah, okay, wow, that's really small. Yeah, she's a really small dog. I already stepped on her toes oh, once. I feel so oh. bad about it. Oh my god, that's a really small dog because like Kelly, I'm sure weighs like thirty pounds. Oh yeah, oh, she's absolutely <laughs> yeah. gonna be smaller than Kelly. <laughs> like, you know, it's just weird to think of a dog that's smaller than a cat because I mean, cats are just so, supposed to be the small dainty little things oh yeah she's so much smaller bolt too i think i have a picture of like that i took in the bathroom because like her and bolt both came in and they're both looking at me like can you pet me can you pet me and like just seeing her next to bolt which is already a small cat Mm, she is a small cat that really does the comparison maybe i can send it to you and put it in the thing when you edit oh, absolutely, it yeah. but like look at this like oh <laughs> she's so tiny oh my god she is so tiny oh my god duh that is so cute right now she's oh dreaming i can god. hear her. she's going like, that's so cute i always stop fran when she's doing that because i'm always like that sounds like a nightmare this was her in the car earlier oh my god 
Oh, she is literally the sweetest. She is look. truly the sweetest fucking. Oh, I girl. fucking love her so much. I just keep looking at her like I can't believe you're my fucking dog. I know that I it's it, because she's literally she is literally so perfect that it's as if as if somebody manufactured her. It like hurts. I can't believe she's your dog either. It hurts to look at her. I know it, it like burns out my, oh my eyes. God. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and like. We're, I totally get what you mean by when you have like in this new animal, especially a young one, that it's it completely encompassing because uh, Rose has just, I mean, since the time we got her to even today, just been completely a handful. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's a, like a bad thing, but like honestly, from the update from last week, the last time we talked about Rose to now, like... I mean, health-wise, she seems like she's doing so much better. You know, I don't. I she just finished her antibiotics yesterday, her last dose of the antibiotics. So I don't think it's hard to say whether she's like 100% clear of the upper respiratory infection because she still sneezes a lot. But like maybe she's just a cat that sneezes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like an yeah. upper respiratory infection doesn't necessarily make you sneeze. I mean, she had a lot uh-huh. of mucus, but. All of the mucus from, like, her nose and her eyes is cleared up. That next day when she was really, like, eyes shaky and I'm, like, I sobbed over her because I thought she wasn't even going to wake up the next morning. All of that's gone. I've, like, stopped praying about her because, like, she just, she's, seems like she's just alive. You know what I mean? Like, she's, she just is alive. God answered your prayers, dude. Yeah, I think so. Like, and I mean, dude, like, I am not everybody, I am... I consider myself to be an atheist. You know, I'd, I guess I'd go so far as to say agnostic, but not so far, but you know what I mean? I guess I would say more so that I'm agnostic these days than atheist. But for all of my life, I've considered myself an atheist. But in these prayers to the Christian God, I was literally saying like, thank you for showing her your, your grace and your humility. Like you are an all powerful God. Like, you know, just like literally because I, <laughs> like, <laughs> Because it was, this, listen, I mean, they told me to euthanize her. And, like, she's still here, like, two weeks later. You know what I mean? So I'm like, she doesn't seem like she's in really any pain. She's getting stronger. Uh, I mean, the only thing that is worrying is that the last time we were there, they said she was anemic, and they didn't know what was causing the anemia. She definitely needs to get back into the vet sometime soon to make sure that she's, like, not anemic anymore, but... Fuck, Chelsea Brandeberry's anemic and she's still alive. Right. You know what I mean? Like She just eats more iron. Right. Do I need to feed her some chalk? I don't know. Like, I will if she needs it. But the thing, because I'll never forget, I just to, sidebar, I will never forget Chelsea Brandeberry telling us in Mr. Stevens' class, because she's anemic, that she wants to eat chalk. And, of course, that is a thing. Like, it, uh, when you're anemic, like, it's called pica, you know, the... Because I've been I've been researching so much about it because of Rose, it does make you want to like eat chalk or eat like rocks like that kind of stuff because you're iron deficient. But I just I will never forget That's so weird Chelsea telling us that. And then later we like not made her, but we were like we got some chalk for you, and she didn't I don't try remember it. that. I don't remember yeah. us getting chalk for her. Well, because like there there would be times when like the chalk on the like board was like literally like a little centimeter or even less left. Uh-huh. And I just remember one day, for, I think it was like a day that we had to like write on the board or something like that. I'm like, I'm going to take this for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> and I took back like, you know, an Altoid size piece of chalk. And I'm like, Chelsea, <laughs> you know, here's a piece. You've always said you wanted to eat it. Like, so now's your chance. And she's like, you're right. And I think she only licked it. But then she was like, I, you know, I must not be anemic today. 
like you know that's, what I mean. That's like, weird that she would. It's weird that the like thought would even pop in your head like that looks good. I know just because yeah, you don't have an iron deficiency. I mean, you have an iron deficiency. Yeah, it's weird that your body is like, go eat some iron. You know, it's it just like, knows yeah. what it is. <laughs> but uh, so that was a sidebar, you know, of course. So, I mean, Kel, you know, it, it, Rose needs to get back into the vet because, you know, what it's, if something else is causing her anemia, then obviously, you know, we need to figure it out. But really, I mean, she is using the litter box completely, is able to walk more now, gets in and out of her bed, walks around the house. I let her out. A little pimp walk. Yeah, she does a little, she does kind of have like a, a, a swag step. Yeah, a swag step. She's really, uh, uh, her, it really, it, I honestly, I mean, the, the, I, I don't know if the vet missed it or like maybe it's just not the fact, but I, it really does seem like Rose was hit by a car or like something because like her legs are just mangled. So they're like, yeah, like I sent you a video, I'll include it maybe in the editing of that walk that she was doing and her back legs are like bent. You know what I mean? Like she walks with them like hunched over and bent. Maybe she'll get stronger and, you know, get out of it. But I don't know. It certainly does seem like she was hit by a car and it wasn't necessarily a birth deformity because I don't think she would survive as long as she has to like be as big as she is with when, if she was born like that. Right. I wouldn't think so either. And I, 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 but the, the, she must have already like healed from it or something because the doctor didn't say anything about it. But of course she was more concerned about, I guess her health and her everything else. I don't, I still, to this day, the biggest thing is I don't know why they recommended euthanasia because she has for all intents and purposes, from what I can tell made a complete recovery. So maybe it's just because she might not have, maybe it's, you know, I, it's because she was so she was so uh, underweight, and she might not have made it. I mean, maybe the difference was me shooting food down her throat, food and sugar water down her throat because she wasn't eating. You know, I literally was force feeding her food when she couldn't even hold her head up, and then the next day it was like a miracle. She suddenly wanted to eat again. She was sentient. She snapped back into it. You know what I mean? I, it could have just been something like, I mean, it. I feel like they just see so many cats coming through there and vets. Don't, I've, I feel like just people in general don't have a lot. They don't treat cats the same way, same way they would treat a dog. Yeah. It's just like, well, I mean, this is a really sick cat. We have too many cats. Like maybe yeah. we should just put her down. It's probably not worth the effort. Well, and she, she did ask me beforehand, she was like, and you said you found her two days ago, right? And I'm like, yeah, she's like, then I would just recommend euthanasia. And I'm like, ah, but (laughs) you know what? I'm like, but she does like, she seems like she's okay outside of the, the infection. Yeah. Like, like, why should she die? (laughs) But I don't want to say that I regret saving Rose because I don't, but we've been having some issues. I got to say what's going on. Well, now that she's more uh, active, she doesn't necessarily want to be kept in her room. And I completely understand that Uh, until yesterday. She like we would keep the girls in one room. If if Rose wanted to leave her quarantine room, we put the girls away and let her explore the house that way. But we didn't you know, Kelly could have gotten sick with the infection. She's, you know what I mean? Like, or anything else that Rose had, but mostly I was worried about the upper respiratory infection. Now that her antibiotics are over, uh, she, and I mean, she should be, you know, not contagious hypothetically. I still try to keep them separate, but 
you know, we've kind of gotten into the routine of letting them be around each other just so they can start to acclimate to each other. Now, it's like Rose is like two different cats. When she's the only cat or the only animal in the room, she's loving, she's completely at peace. When she sees Fran, she hisses. Like, she hisses and growls, and I think she's just scared. Like, okay, that makes sense. The first time she met Kelly, she was all right with her. You know, they, they like, sniffed each other, and, you know, I was like, okay, and then they went off and did their own thing. But the last couple days, and especially today, Rose has just been a hissing bitch. Really? Yeah, just, like, every... She, I, she like walks around the house. Like today, she wa- went over there and sat by the the in the sunbathing spot and just sitting there. And I got down and started petting her, and she started hissing at me. I'm like, "Are you? What if it's like a Lieutenant Dan situation? You should have left me there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. All, all the other cats before <laughs> me died. She's mad to be alive, but like I, yeah. And so like my punishment has just been when she starts hissing, I just put her back in her room. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be a bitch, then you're going to be in your room. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that she's, like, learning that lesson. I think, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know how much she would be learning the lesson, though. I would just stop giving her affection. Every time she does it, I instantly pick her up by the scruff of her neck and take her into the room and shut the light out and keep her in there. Well, maybe that's maybe at that point that's why she's hissing because she's like, you're going to put me in that fucking room. Yeah, that room. could be. That could be. But, I mean, hey, she has to go in there if she's being bad. And so I don't know if it's, like... Just she needs time, more time to get used to him. I don't know. Like right now, I let her walk her. She was woke up from her nap right before we started recording, and I let her out of the closet back. It's not. It's a. It's the laundry room. It's not a closet. She has a nice little area in there: a litter box, food, water, a bed, blankets, all kinds of stuff. But I let her out of there, and she started wandering around the house, and and then she went into the bedroom. And now, as far as I know, because I checked her right before we started uh, recording the gravy. Actually, before we started recording, when you were looking for Ruby, I was I was like, I'm just going to go check on Rose real quick. And she was under my bed, just like sitting there. And I was like, I went down and I was like, hi, Rose. And I started petting her. Bitch hissed at me. I'm like, I don't know what your fucking problem is. Like, but I don't know if she's just scared. She's just getting acclimated to her surroundings and being like, okay, like I'm better. This is my, this is where I live. And there's two other animals I have to deal with. And maybe it's just stressing her out. I don't know. But. Yeah, maybe she's like coming to like, what the fuck is going on? Where am I? Right. And like literally for the first like two weeks that Rose was here, they did not see each other. You know, so I mean, it's very possible that Rose genuinely didn't know there were other animals in the house. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's just like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't like this. I think that'll probably go away, though, once they once she realizes that Fran and Kelly aren't a threat at all. Right. I certainly hope so. Because she's a feral cat. She grew up, like, if she mm-hmm. saw other animals, she was probably afraid. You're right. And it's going to take a minute to, like, and especially, like, they really just now got to be able to be around each other because she just finished her antibiotics yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, now she's really able to start to see it more and, like, you know, I, so maybe now, like, you know, she can just stay in the room overnight when it's time to sleep because, you know, they I don't need to worry about her yeah. all night long. Yeah. And then she can just kind of acclimate throughout the days. And I don't know, but I told Taylor, I was it like made me sad. I was like, but if she doesn't fit in, like if she doesn't mesh, like I don't want Kelly and Fran to be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And like Fran is because like Fran is terrified of Rose now because she hissed at her like once. <laughs> Fran is so seri- sensitive. Like, it's so cute. So, yeah, she's so <laughs> sensitive. But like the thing is, 
she it, Rose like her hiss is like I mean she turns into a snake like it's like literally it was scary like she's just this little cat but it's literally like it wasn't just like it was like <laughs> like like fangs exposed like it was true like like a, like a Halloween like a yeah, stereotypical literally. Halloween cat literally all scrunched up it was crazy and like she you know it I, I don't know I, I but if she doesn't settle in if it you know. I don't know. I can't like put a date on it, but I'm like, if I'm not going to have the animals that I've known and loved for four years now be uncomfortable in their own house right. for this new cat that I really only rescued just to save its life. I, when I brought, when I brought Rose in, I didn't say, I, you know, I said, I probably just got a new cat, but I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, if she doesn't acclimate, it makes it hard for you to like build that relationship with her. If you feel like she doesn't even like you. Exactly. Don't fucking hiss at me. I understand hissing at the dog maybe, but you got to get used to her, but don't fucking hiss at me. Right. I'm the one who squirted food down your throat. You'd be dead if it wasn't for me. You little ungrateful (laughs) bitch. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You know, Kelly's so grateful. She sleeps on my shoulder all night and I like pet her until I fall asleep. But Rose, I mean, I want to love her, you know? I tell her I love her, but, like, I'm not going to love you if you're going to be a fucking bitch. (laughs) Understandable. And so I mentioned to Taylor, I'm like, well, you know, if she doesn't settle in, like, we're going to have to, like, find a home for her. Obviously, I'm not going to just put her back outside. But if she doesn't mesh with my animals, then maybe she needs to go to, you know, be Bree's cat, you know, because Bree doesn't have any other animals. But then at that point, it's hard to find a person who would want a hissing cat. Well, right. But that's the thing is she's only, I think she's only hissing because of the other animals. And maybe once she gets used to them, she'll be all right. Yeah. But when she's by her, most of the time when she's by herself, like she's just asleep on my lap because she's so loving making biscuits and falling asleep. I don't know. But we'll certainly keep you updated, folks, on both Ruby and Rose, uh, Ruby Rose, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the Ruby Rose uh, connection here. (laughs) But, uh, you know, so uh, other than that, folks, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Until next time, if you see an animal, rescue it. If it's $500 on Craigslist. You can still consider it a rescue. You, I think you can. Like, I think you, I think you can, you know, I mean, technically it's like one of those things like don't, don't shop adopt, but like you, you still adopted a dog. Yeah. I don't know. Folks just save animals. They need saved until next time. Stay mate. Really, there's the economy. Yeah. Stupid, right?